Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. My name is Ryan Jones, joined once again and as always by Katie Waite. Hello, Katie. Hello. Did you enjoy the fifth week of The Bachelor? Yes and no. <laughs> Mostly yes, because we finally got rid of some toxic people. Word of the but, day is toxic. <laughs> yes, but unfortunately, we still have some some of those people still around. But Victoria's yeah. gone, so let's Ding just dong. start off by saying, like, thank God. The queen is dead, it is true. So often with this show, they tease something for, you know, to be continued, and then none of it gets addressed. You know, mm-hmm. kick the can, kick the can, kick the can. Thankfully, this one, it was sort of right away. See the the toxicity that's going on with the new girls walking and the OGs walking and you have Victoria and Kit still like yap, yap, yapping, saying, mm-hmm. oh, the hazing hasn't even started yet. I'm like, oh my God, like, it's going to get worse? It hasn't? <laughs> so then they go for what's supposed to be the cocktail hour and you still have MJ telling Anna that she did the right thing by <laughs> telling people that Britney was an escort when she's not an escort, but like <laughs> spreading the rumor that she's an escort. Like, what are you talking about? You have a day to sit on it. Don't worry. You definitely did the right thing. Like it was the right thing to say. <laughs> okay. What are you talking about? And obviously Victoria's still OGs versus newbies, bitches, whores, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Thank God she left this week because I don't know if I could have done another week. Yeah. Cause it just seemed like it was a lot was getting worse and not even just what she was saying, but just, when she wasn't even insulting people, just her, her was just mm-hmm. too much. Matt comes to the, the rose ceremony and right off the top is like, listen, guys, we can't have, there's no, this is us versus them. Bullying is no bueno. If you have to do this to someone, like you're not for me. And immediately you <laughs> saw they couldn't have backtracked faster if they were in a car. I mean, mm-hmm. holy crap. The apology tour began immediately. It's like that, honestly, that scene in Mean Girls when everyone starts like confessing (laughs) about everything and they're saying sorry for everything that they did. But that was definitely a wake up call for most of the girls that, okay, this is real. Now he knows that this stuff's happening. So we have to try to backtrack and either pretend that you never said anything or start apologizing for everything we've been doing in the house. Yeah, and so while Matt is talking to Brittany, who he he pulls right away and he apologizes for, for the other women, talking about how this needs to be a safe space and everything, while that's happening, immediately, not only does Anna know it's her, 
but everyone else knows it, it started with her in those comments. The fact that they could still, anybody, Anna or otherwise, could talk about how uh, there's nothing toxic going on here. If you immediately know exactly what he's talking about when he's talking yeah. about bullying, wouldn't you call that toxic? Yes, 100%. Obviously, MJ and Anna were trying to maybe convince e- each other that they were okay. Because, I mean, for Anna to basically just be able to say, oh, I just said something that was rude offhand. I was like, no, 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 this was not an offhanded comment. And I think as soon as he addressed the fact that said, there's rumors floating around that could potentially ruin someone's life and they shot right to Anna, I honestly think that's the moment she knew that she was actually going to go home. (laughs) Yeah, when she ended up talking with Matt, it was this weird combo of, you know, she didn't try to deny it, Totally. You know, she apologized, but she also was like how she's so sad. And (laughs) unfortunately, as well as Matt handled most of this for him to say, like, you're not a horrible person. I'm like, do you say that after someone accuses someone? You actually don't know. (laughs) Right. And especially after she said what she said. And unlike what she was claiming, it was not offhanded. It was not just sort of, oh, just I'm just going to drop this here lightly. Like it was on and on telling everybody. And mm-hmm. so for her to try to sort of downplay it while apologizing, while trying to, I guess, get to stay because she was crying. I don't totally yeah, understand I mean, her angle. Not to, not to defend her at all, but I, I think she, I mean, she could have just completely, denied it and she partially owned it. She, she um, told Matt that, you know, that was probably my worst moment ever. I didn't mean anything by it, except it was probably the worst thing you could ever do. But, um, you know, it was my worst moment ever. I, I wish I could take it back, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> you're, you're well, not a horrible true. person, but you need to go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. It's not like she pulled an MJ who just top mm-hmm. to bottom denied anything she ever said and was just like creating, recreating history on the fly. So that's true. I guess mm-hmm. th- there should be some points for that. I'm not defending her, though. I'm no, just... no, no. I get, I get what you're saying because it, comparatively, she basically owned up to everything. I just, it mm-hmm. was, for me, she was walking the line a little bit too much. Um, maybe because in the back of her mind, she was still trying to see if she could work it into staying. Um, but once he, he sent her home and he, you know, like you said, she probably knew as soon as the, they said they could ruin someone's life. It was like, Oh, you could see like, you could actually see the moment where her face dropped and it was just like, yeah, her weird always smile turned into like a weird always frown. Yeah. Uh, and it was very, very uncomfortable. Um, you know, and she starts breaking down and I'm watching and I'm just thinking like, boo friggin' who? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And yes, you, again, owned up to most of it. But like, no one's going to feel sorry for you. You can't. And you've known this for a while. As soon as you said it, like last episode, you knew that you made a mistake and you shouldn't have done it. So, I don't know. At least she knew that she did something wrong. So I guess she's not a horrible person. But what <laughs> right. she did was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, because like I said, not just MJ, but also Victoria, who is, you know, you know, denial city. But um, it it was interesting that in the middle of the apology tour, um, Chelsea, who I don't think really got in on the the bullying per se. um, But for her to sort of say, like, I don't think 
it's toxic. And like, I wouldn't call it bullying. I'm like, were you there? Uh, yeah. Like maybe just set, sit this one out then because it's just, I don't know if that's the hill that you want to die on is, Oh yeah. Saying someone's, you know, accusing someone of being an escort behind their back and then to their face. It's not bullying at all. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, not that wasn't, that route. should have just not said anything. <laughs> you know, and like the other girls who were involved, Kit apologized. But I thought her apology did sound a little bit more genuine. She, instead of just saying that she was sorry or that it was in jest, like she did at least say, listen, I'm going to try to be better. And so acknowledging that she was in the wrong as opposed to, Again, Victoria, who I didn't mean anything by it, and I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, and blah, 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 blah. Um, still think that sort of she needs to, Kid, I think, does need to be a part of the conversation beyond yeah. MJ and uh, Jasenia after that wraps itself up because she was right in the heart of all of the, you know, the OGs versus the new girls. Yeah, and I think, you know, she, like we said earlier, like she tried to play it as, oh, I didn't do that much, but I'm going to, you know, say something and kind of apologize for something that I'm not sure what I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, then Victoria goes and apologizes for stealing the crown, which was completely fake, in my opinion. <laughs> well, everything she does is fake. I mean, I think we know well, that, but... yeah. <laughs> It was the fact that it's so transparent to the other women who, you know, obviously realized, okay, there's an apology tour going on. But instead of what happened yesterday, you're going back to night, yeah. you know, the night they first got there. And now you're apologizing because you're thinking, oh, crap, what are all the things that I've done since they got here that they could complain about? Well, and about honestly, that was probably the least malicious thing you've done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Out of everything, that's something. what you're apologizing for. And, you know, then we get to you know, Ryan and Victoria where, uh, you know, I, I kind of, the cheersing of the OGs thing, I didn't think was as big of a deal, but so I'm kind of surprised you even brought that up, but because the bigger thing was, Hey, because I'm a dancer, she said I was a hoe. Mm -hmm. And I kind of expected after the Anna thing that Matt would just, okay, listen, I'm sitting you down and I'm sending you home. Yeah. And for him to sit her down and sort of, it certainly didn't. It. Yeah, it didn't end well, but at least it ended with her still there, and and she sort of. I don't even want to say talked herself into staying because, I think he he, had the perfect response when she went to the old reliable that everybody who's ever been in trouble with something they've said tries to say is like, oh, it was taken out of context, and good for him, for saying. <laughs> I was just going to say that. In what context? Could it ever be a good thing to say, <laughs> call someone a hoe? Yeah. Like, and she what's the context? <laughs> yeah, she had nothing to say. Um, and then that's, I think that's the moment where she definitely, she started spiraling. Um, yeah, which, and that's even relative to her normal spiral. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, she, she knew, I, and I, I'm glad actually he waited to do it in front of everyone. <laughs> Got the full meltdown. I don't know if that's bad or not, but um, yeah, we, we got the full, everyone got to see her leave instead of just like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. I'm going to walk you out now. No, we're going to do it in front of everybody. And even, you know, between 
the you know context thing and then her going home she has this other like secondary meltdown where she's ranting to seemingly no one to then her producer mm-hmm. and then again back to just sort of the air where you know all these girls are fake as ish and I'm the only one with a functioning brain. Um, There's no one else he should marry out of this group. I'll literally die. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, everything was going perfect until these losers got here. Like girl, I don't know. There's zero part of what you've been doing that was going perfectly (laughs) anytime before. these. Especially when she said, I'm, I'm the only one. She said something like, I'm the only one that makes the house fun or something. <laughs> yeah, they're going to miss me so much. But it's, <sighs> you know, the the one thing with Matt, other than not sending Victoria home right away, is he sort of ratted out Katie. And I, I don't think he meant to. But mm-hmm. because when he was talking to Anna, he did not name who it was. And obviously when he was talking to the group, he didn't name who it was. Mm-hmm. But then when he's talking to Victoria and – that's when he dropped Katie's name. I'm thinking, oh, so close to like letting it just go. I know. Without. I was cringing. I was cringing. But like, honestly, like, so what? Because she, I don't think she did. She did the right thing, I think. Yeah, and I agree. She, she tried to solve the problem before going to Matt anyway. No one wanted to listen to her. So yeah. they left her no, no I, choice. Listen, I think it's the right thing, but. I I was more concerned about this secondary wave and that I, you know, the coming attraction show us, I think we're going to get some of that of yeah. the backlash against Katie for sort of opening the floodgates to this. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I agree with you, it's even normally you don't talk about people in the house because it's a sign of just trying to, you know, stay an extra week when you know you're going to go. But in this case, it was, you know, legitimately horrible things. And it wasn't about one specific person. It was just the overall toxicity and that it needed to end uh, because people were being bullying. So I bullied, I'm on board with what she did, but it just, I felt bad because now. I felt so gonna, bad. Yeah. And even though it didn't look like on camera, Victoria told anybody, but clearly either Katie owns up to it or um, somewhere in her rants, Victoria mentioned it because it then becomes Katie versus yeah, multiple other people. It would have been so Victoria to get sent home and then like yell it in the hallway. Like, by the way, it was Katie. That, and that's <laughs> what I was expecting. Exactly. Uh, you know, cause even when we get to the rose ceremony, everyone's just lined up waiting and they're not waiting for Matt. They're waiting for Victoria. Yeah. And so that's a time when I thought maybe she would have said something. Um, but he did wait until, um, until the rose ceremony and she thankfully did not get a rose and we didn't get a producer's pick in here. Uh, Apparently the, the bullying and everything else was bad enough to avoid a producer's pick here to keep the drama around. Um, Mm -hmm. And all the other women that are leaving do the traditional hug. Oh, I hope, you know, good luck, whatever. And not only would Victoria not hug him, but she had a, like a little salvo on the way out. <laughs> oh, it was great. And and the best part was just him not saying anything. <laughs> him not Zero replying to reaction. anything. Like that was the best thing he could have done. I mean, just 
talking about like I feel sorry for you, <laughs> and then the rant continuing about how like I'm still a queen, he's not my king, he's the court jester. I'm <laughs> never dating another Matt. I hate that name now. It's like, oh my god! Like, oh, she just kept digging herself into a deep hole, even as she was on her way out. And we said this last week, but I hope to God it stays that way is let this be the last time we ever see Victoria. I don't want her on Mm. the women tell all. I don't want her on paradise. I don't want her on any other. If they decide to do winter games, I don't want her anywhere like cut bait now done. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, she's obviously like, I would definitely put her in a top villain category like ever. Um, but it was, I, I feel like the show got so much backlash for this bullying and this season so far for that, that there is a possibility. I think that maybe she won't be back anywhere. I don't I know. I really hope I just, it, but she, brings she also nothing is to the table. good, good TV for in, in their perspective, not from our perspective, but so she may be back, but. I don't know. I think it was it was pretty intense this season that they got a lot of backlash. So, or if they do yeah. bring her back, they're going to be like, "Hey, you got to be like, you got to take it down a notch." Yeah, you want to yap million. about being the queen? God bless. But there's you know there's no whores, there's no bitches. There's yeah, there you know obviously there's no escorts. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. talk about yourself and how you're awesome. And leave it at that. But I just, I don't want to see her ever again. I just, I think. I'm with you. I mean, I I didn't think she brought anything to the table. And, you know, the characters, quote unquote, that we see every year are supposed to be fun and sort of give the season a little spice. She did none of that. Yeah. She, she was, you know, the first episode that we saw, it was kind of, it, it was okay. I mean, she was annoying from the start, but it was like, okay, she actually thinks she's a queen. Like, this is funny. And then it just turned into the whole mean girls and bullying. And that's where I think a lot of people were, were turned off by her. Yeah. And so I was so just invested in, Oh my God, Victoria better go that I didn't even notice. Like who are the other women that got sent home? Because I, I, I was only not... know because I looked it up. <laughs> okay. Cause I was just so all in on Victoria and what her meltdown would be. So you're going to got to let us know who, who else went. Yeah. Um, so it was Mari, Lauren, uh, and Catalina, who is Miss Puerto Rico. Ah, uh, yes. So both so the two both queens go. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it was only those four. Well, and then okay. and then Anna. Um, right. With good riddance. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so then we get to the next morning, and people are still sort of hungover. Uh, and I don't mean literally, although they might be. Um, <laughs> it, but they're sort of hungover from all of the drama, and you know, people being sent home. Um, Anna and Victoria specifically because of the bullying and they're trying to sort of Chris specifically like jazz everyone up like hey we're past the halfway point like this is getting real and trying to get to all the cliches that go on your bingo card yeah and I don't know that it, they totally bought it I mean a couple people mentioned about how oh wow yeah we're past the halfway point but um, I think people were still sort of trying to like come out of the shell shockness of what happened and what could be coming. Yeah. I think it's, it it was a mix between that. And then um, 
like, oh my gosh, we're halfway through this. And a lot of us, we, I feel like we haven't seen a lot of one-on-one dates because it's been so much all this group stuff and all the drama and everything. Um, So I think a lot of people are like, all right, I need to actually start getting some time with him because we're, we're now down to the last half of this process. And I don't know whether it's that or just the extra crazy of the season, but it seemed to be the earliest that we've seen multiple women freak out over not getting a one-on-one date and or being given a group date rose as recognition or affirmation or whatever word you want. Um, and then questioning and or realizing that he's dating more than one person. <laughs> right. I mean, Oh my God, what are you talking about? He's going to spend time with other women. What, what show am I on? And you know, we joke about it every year, whether it's the dudes or the, or the girls who, you know, start to have that, Oh my God, being intimate with another person. You know what show you signed up for, but to happen so early, and that was sort of the one of the funny-ish parts of what was going on with Sarah before it got real heavy, was how she couldn't deal with like him and being with other people, and it was funny because, dude, this is like week two. Like, how is this happening now? But we're week Mm -hmm. five, and it's still way too early to be freaking out about, oh my god, he's going to go on dates with other people because there are like fifty girls there. So yes, he's going to need to spend time with other people. Yeah. And not only this, but like it went into, um, I mean, jumping ahead, well, to the next part, but um, about falling in love with him too yes. on like the first time you've ever been alone with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, listen, he, he goes on the one on one with Rachel. You know, it's a very, very typical bachelor date. You know, we've seen this time and time again they they take their person they go shopping they come back with a bunch of stuff um Mm -hmm. so the date i thought was very blah but then at dinner is when we saw exactly what you're talking about with her already basically professing her love which is crazy enough in week five but and i say the word crazy because that's the word both her and matt used and Mm -hmm. matt said no you're not crazy and not crazy so much that I feel the same way. What? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> like, wait, what's your name again? <laughs> like, huh? I feel the same way, but what's your name? <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, this is definitely early for sure. We've come from it being a big deal for Ben Higgins in like the final three to mm-hmm. tell one and then multiple women that he was in love with them. But yeah. now we're there are like 20 women left and he's yeah. already going down that road. Like, Matt, what are you doing? Not only like, I, I understand if this was even the second one-on-one mm-hmm. day and multiple, you know, times at cocktail parties and stuff, mm-hmm. then, then I would be like, okay, there's definitely a connection, but this is the first time that you're basically the first time that you're alone together and you're just <laughs> and it wasn't even yeah. just that he and we see this a little later um so he doesn't at least do it with everyone but it wasn't even as if he just said oh that's so amazing to hear like i'm really having feelings you know getting in my feels or something like just talking it off yeah he specifically then said like oh i'm falling in love with you and mm-hmm. then in his 
in the moment, someone I can see proposing to at the end of this, like, uh, very clarish <laughs> okay. there, very clarish. I'm just <laughs> the producers just are probably like, oh my god, please don't. <laughs> like maybe that's why we have to have Tyler here next week in case he needs to come in and take over. Like, what is <laughs> happening? I don't understand. Exactly. Please don't run away with her. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so obviously she got the rose. I mean, that would be something. You know, That'd be both both of them profess their love and be like, you know what, but I can't continue have you continue on this journey with me. You know? Yeah. But um, and that leads into the group date, which um and I I understand we just got off something that was um way too early, but talk about way too early. Everybody is freaked out that they're on a group date. Like there's so many women left. How can of course most people are gonna be on a group date? What is happening? Oh my gosh. I I Nobody, nobody knows where they are <laughs> right like, now. Of course, you would prefer a one-on-one -on -one over a group date. Everybody would prefer that. And even Michelle, though, who handled herself so well in her first night, and it's easy, I guess, when you get the one-on-one, -on -one, but to be yeah. freaking out so much about how, oh, now I have to deal with the emotions of being on a group date. Like, yes, yeah. that <laughs> this is The Bachelor. And, welcome. <laughs> and Yes, welcome. Glad to have you. Um, if you've never seen the show, there yeah. are a whole bunch of women vying for the heart of one man and not everybody goes on individual things. Um, uh, and I, I, I don't remember who said it, but someone, um, saying how, why can't it just be like individual dates each week? And it just cycles through everybody. You're like, that's not how the show works. That's not fun. <laughs> Do you know how long it would take to go on 15 one-on-one -on -one dates? Like, Ugh, my God. Boring. Or would you prefer he go on three one-on-one -on -one dates and then zero dates for everybody else? You want to see people freaking out. Yeah. Oh my Lord. <sighs> and we, at least we didn't have to see anybody fight each other. We didn't see, have to see anybody strip. Um, it was at least just, Hey, we're going to do something fun. Um, and, or out of your element, you know, this, yeah. uh, MJ. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And who, I don't know if in the back of her mind, she's still thinking like, okay, I could still be in trouble, but she decided that I'm going to be the group date star yeah. and does the whole song and dance of um, putting on a show for lack of a better phrase, which she then carries all the way to the end when she mm -hmm. sounds like she's reading from a script yeah. of, you know, oh, I'll try to get in there and milk this goat and, yeah. oh, okay, I'll go over here. Um, and, you know, thankfully the other woman could tell that it's like, oh, yeah, she's she's turning it up yeah. from, like, a 7 to a 12. Yeah, like, way too much. <laughs> yeah. And but, I mean, she, I mean, he did see it and it, it stood out to him and he was glad that she was going along with it, so... Although I thought for, for now, yeah, it was very funny for her to have to deal with, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get egg on you. Ha ha ha. And he runs away from her and then yeah. right into Piper's live, you know, in the moment or whatever. And then yeah. just starts making out with her. doesn't even say anything. Just like, just make out. And then she's going to, MJ's going to, oh, I'll go run after him. Nope. And then she like, was like that's, oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> slow walk back. Um, yeah, he's making out with another woman. So I'm going to head back over here with my egg hands. And yeah. glad I was touching the cow teats because now 
great. Yeah. I had a bang up day. Um, and this whole date ends, um, or at least I guess before the, the second part of the date, the actual date ends with more people trying to understand how I could be feeling this, but then have to see him with other women. Oh my God, what show am I on? I thought this was, I get to date him one-on-one for two months and then get proposed to. Yeah. I was excited that, I mean, not, I, I was surprised that Abigail was one of the people kind of leading on the whole, Mm -hmm. I need the validation type thing. Um, but I mean, she did, she did have a strong connection at the beginning and then we haven't really seen much of her since. So obviously I understand where she's coming from, but again, you signed up yeah. for, this. for for two different reasons, two different people like Abigail, because like you said, she clearly he's, he's good with you. Like, I don't know that you, I don't know what other validation you could possibly need. Mm-hmm. And then with Michelle, like it's literally your like third day. And yeah. your first day was completely with him. So um, maybe so like, <laughs> yeah, maybe back up a little bit because, and while it's not an OG versus new girls thing, the fact that there have been plenty of girls here who I couldn't name be just because mm-hmm. I can't name them uh, who have not spent any time with him. So mm, I think both of them went from like square one to square 10 of freak out for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like everything's right. fine. Yeah, I think especially because I think this was the first group date that they actually saw him maybe make out with someone else. And they were like, wait, what is he doing? That's my boyfriend. You know, and Abigail, her one-on-one time with him was interesting because at first I think she was just going to play the like, oh, we don't get any time together. And then I don't know if it, because then she's talked about how like, oh, well, my grandparents had a farm. Oh, but I never went to it. I'm like, it's an interesting. <laughs> so tidbit. now I know. So so now I know what they're going through. <laughs> yeah, like I know where you haven't been. Cool. Um, but then dug into I think <laughs> real stuff, which is yeah. you know, listen, we're gonna if we're together, we're gonna. You want to have a family? I want to have a family. But there's a good chance that not only are our kids deaf, but I've seen what happens. Uh, firsthand is my father couldn't deal with that. And because his mm-hmm. daughters were deaf, he left. And, um, you know, cause you want to talk about d- deep in, jumping right into the deep end. I mean, that's as yeah. heavy as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he couldn't relate to that specifically, he obviously grew up in a single, uh, with a single mother and um, they were able to, to sort of connect on that. Uh, yeah. But it just, it seemed like a very roundabout way to get there because it was like, Oh, I'm sad because you're with other women. My grandparents have a farm that I've never been on. And then we go here. So it was just a very roundabout way to get there. Yeah. I think it's definitely something she wanted to bring up that night. Um, And she, I think she just like, didn't really know how to break the ice or something. (laughs) It just kind of like went crazy in all different directions. Um, But I'm glad you know, she shared that because it was obviously weighing on her and it made her stand out obviously um, in, in the group date and leading her to get the rose at the end of the night. So. Yeah. Which if anyone is excited about that, I think it's one of the two twins that are um, (laughs) letting their, their speaking of twins. 
Um, which one is that that's yelling out that uh, Abigail got the rose? Who's excited about that? That is Riley. All right. Well, Riley's very excited. She's, She's supposed an to be Abigail napping. fan. She's an Abigail fan, uh, supposed to be napping. But when she heard Abigail's name, she just had to uh, had to have her voice, voice her heard, opinion. So. so hello, darling. Um, and, you know, we think everything's going to be all hunky-dory. It's a great date. Um, but surprise, surprise, someone did mention MJ's name to Matt and he has to have the talk with her. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think she obviously went the denial route. hundred <laughs> um, percent. As we saw. <laughs> um, but they sat down and, and he kind of brought that up to her and she was like, what do you, I lead by example. I just want peace and harmony. You can trust me. Like, um, which were all lies. <laughs> and it was so great for her to do the, I'm shocked, you know, yeah. like straight out of a soap opera because. Yeah, me, are you sure you're talking to the right person? Because Jasenia brought it up later and I'm shocked more people, <laughs> shocked. Uh, I'm actually shocked that more people don't mention this, but she said, like, looking at the cameras, like, we're all going to be able to see this. Like, what are you talking about? And, you know, it's so funny that she said that because I think of, I mean, I watch a lot of like reality shows and (laughs) real housewives and stuff, but um, I feel like, uh, why don't people say that more? Thank you. Because most of the stuff they're, they're fighting about is lying essentially usually that's what you know or forget or not remembering what they said or how yeah, they like said it she said she said or he said he said well yeah, guess like, how we can figure that out go to the tape you know <laughs> and so the fact that mj you know what show you're on like to go full denial and you know we covered this a few weeks ago but if you're really going to go that route just to stick around an extra week or two because that can be the only plan. You have to know at that point, you're not going to be the person at the end mm-hmm. because it's immediately his phone's going to blow up and be like, Hey, by the way, this girl, MJ was leading yeah. bullying. Um, so that's going to be the first conversation you have. And like, yeah, maybe you try to you make it. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you, and it wasn't something that was said on the show, but like with Becca and Garrett, like we all knew that wasn't going to work because as soon as she turned her phone on, she was going to be like, Oh cool. He's a racist. Yeah. But like, that's something that, okay, well, we're going to try to work through that, you know, he thought these really offensive memes were funny. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like I, 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 or with Jed and the girlfriend, like there are certain things that you just know as soon as the phone's on, okay, this is over. Yeah. And so I guess you're just thinking, well, I'm just going to try to hold on for as long as I can because. Yeah, I guess I don't, you're not ready was, to go home. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was just, it wasn't even anything where you could claim like, again, context. It was very clear as day. And so for her to like do the pearl grasping, well, I never. Yeah. Which actually, which actually side note, I finally figured out who she looked, looked like because I couldn't put my finger on it every single episode. She looks like Jessica from love is blind. Only with really curly hair. Yeah. I'm going to post this side by side. A younger version. What up? (laughs) Uh, Because she was so, you know, she's the one that had like, oh my God, no one wants to date me because I'm so old. And then, oh, who (laughs) mentions their age every 30 seconds? Like nobody cares about you. 
Anyway, yeah, exactly. I'm going to post the side by side because yeah. I it was bugging me the first, you know, these first four. Wow. Five episodes. That's all I'm going to so. see now because yep. someone I follow um, posted a, a side by side of Rachel and some CNN correspondent, which I was like, yeah, sort of. I said, but all I see is Mila Kunis. Like, it's all I can see mm -hmm. every time I see her. But like the other side by side was pretty good. This one's way better. Like that's Yeah. I got to find two, scary. two pretty good pictures and it's, that's all you're going to see. So do we Sorry. know if maybe she just changed up the hair and she that's, lied about her age to go on the show because I wouldn't have passed her accurate. <laughs> because Matt is tall enough mm -hmm. and I mean, he's still young. So maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe she's gotten over the I whole wouldn't get it past her. Um, but it's, it's like you said, MJ got in full denial mode yeah. and went to the point of trying to track down the people who are, you know, saying her name as if they're making things up. Yes. And um, that's when Jasenia sort of like, yeah, I, I told him. Yeah. And she was very clear. It's like you said. Beginning of the end. Yeah. Like you said, it was varsity versus JV. And instead of like MJ a hundred percent trying to say like, Oh my God, why would you do this? You have to apologize to me for talking about me. Whatever. All just saying, saying like, well, did you tell him the truth? Like, have yeah. you admitted it to him? And she wouldn't even answer the question because obviously the answer to that is very obviously. plain as day. Like, yes, you said it and you didn't tell him you did. So you lied to him. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty simple. Um, and she is all about like character and you assassinated my character. <laughs> my character is very important to me. My, my character is in question. Yeah, well, yes, it is because you've been <laughs> acting like a jerk. Yeah. Like, so, and uh, like, yeah. I think no matter what happens with, and I, God, I hope that she gets sent home, but you know, at the end it's a one-on-one -on -one, basically or two-on-one but not a date right before the rose ceremony Yeah, that we'll see the, you know, the beginning of next week. But like, this should be a very short conversation. You would because think. Only, only one of them will say, yeah, let's look at the footage, which, you know, clearly they don't have the ability to do, but you, you can bet MJ isn't going to say, yeah, wait till we see it. Yeah. Then he's like, like, let's get our popcorn. I, I yeah. know exactly where she's going to say it. Like mm -hmm. only one will be all excited about that. And that should yeah. be all he needs to hear. Yeah, honestly, let's hope it's a quick conversation. And, you know, Abigail, like you said, gets the group date, Rose, and then we move on um, to a one-on-one -on -one that I'm still a little unsure about. So so Kit gets the one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. and I understand she did apologize, and she said she wanted to be better, but I'm still sort of including her in that group because she was very vocal yeah. and Me very too. mean girlish. Um but she did for the first time talk about her mother, who mm -hmm. um, you had to inform me who she even was. She, Cynthia um, Rowley. Right, that person yes. that I know. Yeah. Um, but a very, very wealthy, I, I did end up Googling her, a very wealthy fashion designer. Yes. Um, so clearly um, she does come from a very, um, very different lifestyle than most people. And she finally talked about that for the first time, you know, like Bentleys and parties where I'm in the, in, in the public eye mm -hmm. and how apparently he, she told him that her and her mother liked to cook together. I don't, know. I don't remember that, but I mean, Me we got like six minutes of her total in five weeks. So it's fine. Yeah. But 
this so date she, was like four minutes. So yeah, it was not long, <laughs> and it um, it included him eating raw cookie dough. So I'm sure that went well for him later in the night. Mm-hmm. But like the day was fine, and I just I don't understand how this could possibly work. And I think you saw that in like, it was a fun, it was fine. Like nothing went wrong. It was okay. But it, yeah. But at the end, you know, she's you know, basically like, Oh, I'm never vulnerable and I'm falling in love with you. And he's just like, thank you so much for being vulnerable. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm not falling in love with you. <laughs> Which well, I understand. There's definitely, there's definitely a disconnect with them. Um, Cause I don't know if you noticed like that awkward moment that they had when he was like, what do you, what is, you know, what, what would our life look at like, you know, outside oh, of yes. this? <laughs> and she's like, and he, she's like tonight. And he goes, he's like, no, I mean our future. And she's like, I know I'm talking about <laughs> it would look like tonight. <laughs> like, uh, and then it was awkward. Then she's like, oh yeah. And I'm falling in love with you. And then she gets the rose. <laughs> yeah. And he basically says like, yeah. And I'm, Glad you're here. Here's a rose. Uh, here's a rose. Here's a kiss. Good night. <laughs> tell your mom I said hi. And it was interesting because he's like, oh, she's a fashionista. So I have to dust. Like, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> what does one have to do with the other? I don't know. I'm she's very, not a cleaner. Yeah, I'm very confused about how being a fashionista she's means She's probably never to... cleaned in her life. Yeah, that's true. Um so she gets the rose, um, and then we get like the bonus date card, and that's when we get down to the two on one, which, um, which just it's like two five year olds like swatting at each other. They're sitting across from each other, and you know, Jasenia just can't believe she's here because it's like you said it, and you won't even comment on it. And then MJ kept saying like, "Stop talking over me. You yeah. you attacked my character. My character's very important. Like just." totally on script. Like she just all, she yeah. just kept repeating the same thing over and over. So yeah. I, I hope that it's just very quickly, like, okay, bye. Even if it's both of them, I don't care. Cause I mean, we haven't really mm-hmm. seen much of Jasenia, so fine. But I, yeah. like, if that means that we get rid of MJ. I'm here for it. But I just hope it's quick, quick, painless, rip the bandaid off. Yeah, We let's... don't need like a half of next episode to be about this. <laughs> no, like Please. let's, let's, let's move on. And Next week, we get that wrapping up. We get Katie becomes public enemy number one. She's the arsonist, apparently. Um, <laughs> she's like the worst nickname ever. Um, yeah. And we finally, we had been wondering, we finally get Tyler. Yes. Like, the dude is the bachelor because of Tyler. How have we not seen him through yeah. five episodes? Yeah, he should have just been there every episode. Just as like We've a seen chaperone. Ashley and Ben but we've not seen Tyler. How is this a thing? I don't know, but I'm excited. We finally get to see him. Yeah. And, and Heather, they had to say Heather Martin, um, who is a previous contestant. Was he, was she on? She was on Colton's. Colton's. Cause I remember her face, but I don't remember. She was the one that never had a kiss. Oh, never been kissed. was her profession. Right. Yes. And she's also Um, best friends now with Hannah Brown. So, Oh, okay. So maybe she has some inside info on the quarantine yeah. crew. Yeah, interesting. I think she does. Chris says you can ruin the whole thing for Matt. <laughs> I'm guessing she doesn't because then I the just love how she over. like pulls up to the gate. It was like, can I talk to Chris Harrison? Harrison. And then he comes out to the like the security booth. 
And we're like, yeah, I don't want to get retested, so we're going to keep this 10 feet. Um, uh, you could have brought a nicer car, but otherwise, like, so what's going on? How you been? Yeah. Seen any exactly. good movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we will, we'll plenty of new drama coming next week. Um, but beyond that, uh, do you have any fun stories from around Bachelor Nation and others that will break as soon as fun, we stop recording? But... <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. Um, if anyone watched the spinoff of Listen to Your Heart, which we did, um, <laughs> Bree and Chris broke up. No. Um, yes. So sad, which um, I guess you could call them the winners, but yeah. um, they were the final couple at the end. So if you watch that, um, I think they just finished like an album together yeah. too, which is super sad because I loved them together. Yeah. I actually um, thought they were going to make it. I did Even too, in this world. Like I was really yeah. confident. Yeah. Because they were, they were basically together from episode one and they lasted um, without drama until the end. So um, I'm, I'm sad that they, that they broke up. Yeah, like they didn't quit. try to trade each other off for, for other I people. Know. And then when they get denied, then crawl back. Like it was just them the whole way. Yeah, I know. Oh, so bummer. that was pretty sad. Um, Diggy from Rachel's season is, oh, yeah. um, he and his girlfriend are expecting a baby. Hey, Diggy. Good um, man. Girlfriend, girlfriend, not from Bachelor Nation. Awesome. So, an, a no name, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare um, they. And then I don't know if you've been following this Dylan in Jed thing that was ha- that's been happening. really. So, so paint it out because someone mentioned it to me earlier and I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so basically Dylan went on... Tw- so Dylan is with Hannah and they got engaged or left together on Bachelor in Paradise, I think Hannah the last G. season. Yeah, or last season or the season before. I don't even remember. Um, But she, he went on Twitter and basically just said, cancel ABC and The Bachelor. And then um, he said, I kind of want to air out the dirty laundry. It has me riled up or something. So then he did this Q&A and someone said, "Um, anything they told you to say that you refused? And he said, yes, all the time. They get paid on on doing things that warrant screen time. So they can tell they can limit what you're allowed to say or whatever, Um, which isn't really a surprise to anyone, I don't think. But anyway, he went on to saying that um, Jed never cheated on Hannah and basically started defending Jed, <laughs> hmm. which is so random. So he was said he said that someone asked, "Is there someone that was basically misconstrued on your season or whatever?" And he said, "Yes, it was it was Jed. Um, he never was cheated he on Hannah." Um, and then. Jed spoke out and said, I was manipulated by ABC and the, the franchise. And now he's going after and saying they're, they painted me in a bad light. Like, that's not how I am. I was manipulated in everything that you saw. And basically now it's just a mess. <laughs> so you did or didn't have a girlfriend when you went on the show. I mean, it seemed pretty clear by the mm-hmm. text messages that you did. Yep. So, so, yeah. So Dylan is saying that he didn't, that Jed didn't, and that it was, he never cheated on Hannah, all this stuff. And then 
But then Jed's ex came forward and said the opposite, obviously, as we knew. So um, no one, they reached out to like Chris Harrison because he was mentioned in in the tweets and everything. And no one has returned for comment. No, no, Chris isn't touching that. No way. Um, So yeah, so Jed and Dylan are back in the spot. What a weird time to pick a like, let's rehab Jed's image. And yeah. of all the people to do it, like Dylan, who who is seemingly in pretty good standing with the franchise. I mean, maybe he figures like, okay, me and Hannah are good, so I don't need to go on another show. But it just yeah. seems like a weird flex. Not only that, but like you're like people probably don't even rem- remember you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> like no offense, but like for real, like <laughs> no, I think people remember him specifically just because he sort of outkicked his coverage looks wise. You know, like you can yeah. say what you want about Hannah G. You know, personality wise, who she she never really exactly jumped off the screen, yeah. but you know, you look at them side by side, you're like, what is she doing with him? Yeah, you know, like that doesn't. Well, no, it's up. just like you said, it's just a weird t- like yeah. none of none of them are in the spotlight, which is probably why it's happening now, maybe, but <laughs> we gotta get back very in. random. Yeah. We gotta get back in. They got rid of us. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Listen, so, if somebody really wants to be like number one fan of Jed. Yeah. I, okay. And it's a weird place to go. And exactly. I know I said it earlier, but a weird hill to die on, mm-hmm. but okay. Yeah, whatever. Like, Go for God it. God bless. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird time. <laughs> Good uh, luck changing okay. all of Bachelor Nation's views on Jed. Yeah, I think you're probably going to lose that battle, but okay. Wow. Yep. Well, interesting and stuff. that's all I got until well, we sign off and something else happens. Yes, every week it happens. So we'll be back again next week uh, for uh, the Matchler taking on these women. Uh, got a two-on-one that we'll get to right away. So that'll be nice. Uh, at Bachelor yes. Podcast on all socials. Make sure you follow. And uh, thanks for listening. And Katie, thank you as always. Thank you. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 